your boy got y'all god bless y'all welcome to the the 26 Square club podcast podcast episode and right here with me is the fam bam we got my boy reckless underscore fox take it away gang gang i say nuts he's leading uh i need my my, my breath needs a, br- a minute i need a break there you go <laughs> <laughs> also also please for the love of god anyone who's over the age of 18 please stop talk, talking to girls who are 15 16 years old you are too nigga and also to the break and everything we got some we got to my brother from another mother also the close to the fam who was a real essential to this scrub club gaming uh, team to my boy scooks take it away Thank you, boss. That's really meaningful. You know, I don't get this kind of treatment from Reckless. Oh, yeah, uh, Reckless. Your voice needs a break, too, but also needs a breath mint. Wow. <laughs> I, I can't even make... I can't, oh. I can't even... I can't even say my jokes, because I said I would not do it no more. <laughs> Damn. All I will say is Wakanda forever. No. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much nothing but love from over here, man. You already know that. But Her family. Um, yeah, we pretty much we, we we family right there. And for those you probably haven't known or anything, you know, X Force, Jim Pink, uh, CC Animates, and the rest of the uh, Scrub Club fam, you know, pretty much you're not here. Pretty much, you know, pretty much just had a long day, tired, and have other stuff going on. So much respect and love to them and prayers. And pretty much, as in, how has y'all week been so far? Um, I had I went to I did a panel today at my school. Uh, it was a Star Wars panel. It was called the Jedi Council, and I pretty much I looked at Charles Soule's run of Star Wars Darth Vader, where you get a glimpse of what Darth Vader was doing in between the events of episodes three and four. And I honestly went to I went to the psychology of Darth Vader and stuff like that. Hopefully, if the school did record the po- that uh, panel. I'll be able to uh, post a little bit of the clips on my personal YouTube page. But overall, I had a great time. I was scared to death because uh, GC, you and I, we we've been wanted. We've always wanted to do a panel since we uh, started doing this thing together. I've always wanted to do a panel and Scooks as well. So I will tell you this: being on a panel and asking people's questions is very fun. But at the same time, it is kind of scary. If you don't know what you're talking about, it is kind of scary. And I'm glad that I... Shout out to my girl, Mrs. McGee. Um, she helped me out because she knew how much I was freaking out. I've been freaking out about this panel for the past few days, to, to, to be honest. And I'm glad it's over with, but I had so much fun doing it. So I'm really happy about that. Yeah, trust and believe, you know, just like, you know, one day, you know, we at the Square Club Club Nation, we will get there to the point that we have our own, be a guest feature of our own panel, like, you know, at a future con or a future event. So, you know, pretty much just waiting for it. So, Scoops, what about you? Eh, my week has been typical week, you know. Final stress and everything is slowly and surely um, driving me mad, just like everyone else. Right, right, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Look, I, if, if y'all want my own, if y'all want to know the secret on how I don't stress over finals, I easily just say screw it. That's the best thing I do. Anytime I am so stressed about it, I say screw it. I walk away for a little bit and I come back to it with a clear head. Like, like I have been asked so many times on how I deal with finals because honestly, finals, as sadistic as it sounds, is one of my favorite times of the year. You want to know why? Why? Because of the fact that niggas come to my job 
thinking they're gonna throw a Tom Brady Hail Mary and pass the class with an F and try to get like a C plus, maybe a B minus in that class, asking my department if we have the textbooks that they need. Pro and probably likely or not, we don't. And they're like, well, don't you have them? I'm like, nigga, because your, your teacher didn't put them on there. Maybe, maybe you should have hassled them. Or maybe you should have came up here at the beginning of the year Instead of trying to throw a Hail Mary and trying to pass it at the very last minute, I'm sorry, we can't help you with that. Anyways, <laughs> so other than that, no, on a serious note, like, I, pe people, please study for your finals, okay? If, I, if, if you guys want my own advice for anyone who's about to do, go into finals in the next few weeks, study, study, study. Stop trying to wait at the last minute, okay? I've I, Because I've been in people's shoes where I've waited at the last minute to study for finals. I'll easily say this, that 20, fall of 2016 was probably my worst performance in college because I legit was lazy and I had to bounce, I had to bounce my um, grade point average back up to what I usually have. So yeah, they, please don't do that. Don't learn, learn from me. Do not go at the last minute to study for your final. Okay. Start study for your stuff. Now I am, I am blessed to know that a, a half of my class doesn't even, half of my classes that I'm taking don't even have a final. We legit finish, two of my classes, we finish the first week of May. Like, that very first week of May, we're done. Lucky bastard, I got four finals I gotta do. Yeah. 20-page paper. Oh yeah, your exit paper, huh? Yeah, I got a lot of papers this semester. How does the exit paper even work? What do you mean exit paper? The 20-page no, like one. Oh, well... We're writing about a subject I don't fully understand because I never studied the Middle East until now, and I had to write about Uthman and Ali, the third and fourth caliphates. Twenty pages? Hey. Yeah, the caliphs. I mean, I I am so sorry. <laughs> yeah, please pray for me so I can write this twenty pages and you know, pass a class. Well, she says I can do like fifteen pages if they're really good, but uh, you know, I gotta aim for like close to twenty. I'll, I'm gonna put it like this. Uh... I have to do an exit exam. I have to do an exit interview next semester, so I understand where you're coming from. Like I've been told so many horror stories about exit uh, exit interviews and stuff. It's ridiculous. So, what even is an exit interview? An exit interview, especially if you're an English major, you're taking it. You're taking an exit interview to say what? Like you're they give you like two things you need to read, and for the next half hour you need to explain how you saw both of these and just have a meaningful conversation with your counselor for that so that's what i have to do and i know i have to read one of the shakespeare's sonnets and stuff and completely analyze it from top to bottom at least eight or nine times haha uh, analyze shut up the point of the matter is people study for your finals that's all i got to say i, I will i will give you guys remorse at my job if you study for your finals if you haven't and you're coming in for the very first time during finals week um get ready to get roasted <laughs> i'm not gonna roast you i'm gonna roast you in my head but at the same time please 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 study for your finals come to my department we can help you out i'm, I'm not gonna like it but we're gonna help you out all right i got you i got you we gonna be all right i have been feeling a bit better because Online, I am doing this ridiculous. What is effectively a ridiculous Yu-Gi-Oh match of me trying to one-up this other guy? You still play Yu-Gi-Oh? Uh, I can, uh, I haven't played in a long time, but uh, you know, one of my friends gave me the info about this uh, website that lets you play online for free, and he got all the cards and everything. So I'm thinking like, there's this new deck I saw that was like, wow, this seems pretty cool. I'll I'll go online and play this.
Yeah. But it's pretty much, it's like pretty much, you know the, um, you know those, um, anyone who blogs this is gay, you know that thing? And it's like, somebody played a trap card that said, no you. So it's like, it throws them back at it. And now we're just in a long, pointless Yu-Gi-Oh match of trying to make sure. Oh my god. It either bounces back or not. <laughs> it's awesome. Last I took an L, but tonight I bounced back. Anyways, but yeah, with all that being said, yeah, that's all I did this week. Panels and stuff. Yeah. Oh, and I bought Dragon Ball Fighter Z finally on Steam. Review will be coming soon. Actually, I played a bit of Dragon Ball Fighter Z when I was selling all the old games, and honestly, it's really fun. Yeah, it is fun. Like, it's a little easier for me to get into, but that might be because I've been watching professional players. I have legit. I have not watched any tournament play because of the fact that I wanted. I wanted to play the game personally before I even start watching other people play it. It looks really good, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, just all the action, and everything. See, the combat is great. I really like it. I'm pretty sure that um, GC can vouch for me. Yeah. All right then. All right. Let's let's get to, let's get into this. Alright, cool. Uh, pretty much, you know, uh, Square Club Gaming and, and pretty much do weekly podcasts on Fridays, mostly Saturdays, you know, depending uh, on pretty much everybody's schedule. But pretty much, we're going to get a solid schedule, you know, basically we can get together. But pretty much, you know, we if you want to get some R&R, we like, can follow each of us individually. You might follow me, FitTheDownTrop15, on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash FitTheDownTrop15. You also, also follow my Twitch channel. Uh, and that's twitch twitch.tv slash godchop15 and both of my own uh, social media which is twitter and instagram at godchop underscore 15 you can find me on twitter and, and instagram just type in the reckless underscore fox you can find me on youtube at reckless underscore fox and you can find me on twitch.tv slash reckless underscore fox skooks oh yeah you can find me at lexington on tumblr capital l o for the zero and same spelling, Lex1034 on Twitter. As always, you can find us on on Facebook.com slash Gaming, and you can find us on Twitter at Gaming, and email us with income questions, comments, concerns, and advice, and business inquiries on ScrubClubGamingBookings at gmail.com. That's ScrubClubGamingBookings at gmail.com. GC, wait, back to we, you. Wait, hang on. Why are we putting our info this early? Because we always do. We do? Why wow, you don't pay attention, my nigga? GC, back to you. I pay attention. It's just I'm so used to being at the end. That's we usually do. We do them during the movies and movie interviews. All right, four. that's four. that's why I got everything confused. All right, then now, GC, four. back to you. Let's get let's get into this. Yeah, speaking of, and speaking of paying attention, why didn't we pay attention to this on our opening discussion? Speaking of. Overwatch and it's not looking too good <laughs> with uh, the Overwatch pro player who is Jonathan Dream Kesper Sanchez. Uh, pretty much, it is. he's been sparking some type of controversy right now, pretty much of basically messing around with you know some minors, give or take, and everything. I said, like, you know, what 15 or 16 year old girls, uh, but. I just don't, I just don't get it. Just as in, 
I know everybody has their own struggles or whatever, but it just says hey, when it comes to, you know, the whole pedo thing, it's like, I truly don't get it, whatever. But coming from the article, just as in from, from Kotaku, uh, when Overwatch uh, Pro Jonathan, uh, Dream Capter, Cap, I mean, Casper Sanchez followed Anna back on Twitter. She was in shock. A 16-year-old high school junior, Anna had only just purchased Overwatch for her Xbox One, which was sold on the League of Charismatics Pro Champion, the blockbuster first-person shooter. And pretty much, you know, the first, and it just comes down to, like, you know, Anna was one of the two underage girls who have come forward with allegations that Sanchez, 21 years of old, cultivated long-distance romantic and sexual relationships with them after his Overwatch League debut, Penelope, the first girl who came forward with these allegations is 15, a fact Sanchez was aware of, according to screenshots of conversations between Sanchez and a friend of Penelope's on Monday. The Boston Uprising terminated his contract. Wow, tournament terminated? Uh, the team has declined to comment, and Sanchez has not responded to repeated requests or comments. Interviews were added with Penelope friends who claims are corroborated by materials that uh, Penelope released publicly by many, 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 many screenshots conversations. Painted the portrait of a pro Overwatch player who groomed at least two underage girls by flattering them with attention. That <laughs> But... Um, what you guys? What you guys think? Is it more of a termination or a suspension? I'm gonna go yeah, first. Much, I'm gonna go first on this. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, because if you think about it, pretty much a suspension. He's gonna come back later. It's pretty much like you know, you should suspend. No, nah, nigga. No, 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 no. This nigga gonna do jail time. Look, you're fired. Let me. You're terminated. No, nah, this nigga gonna get fired. Let me tell you why. Look, <laughs> GC coming from two guys who have kids in their houses, my nigga. This not dude, teenagers. not teenagers, but we have kids who are super, who will be teenagers 10 years from now, 10 to 12 years from now. By the time you're 40, by the time I'm 34, 35, our nieces and nephews and your, my nieces and your kids are going to be teenagers around that time. I don't want no nigga like him. I don't want people fall, like, especially Overwatch League players following my, uh, following my niece. On Twitter, and like on a real note, let me just put it like this: We had talked about this uh, crap last week with uh, homeboy from Philadelphia Fusion, with him uh, doing the slanted eye, saying he's Korean, the Latino kid. Now I had said that oh with my gosh. I, I had said with that one is I under like I I think that um, they overreacted when it comes to, when it came to that. However, because of the fact that he is, and I'm quoting here, an athlete, athlete. Are, are supposed to carry a certain amount of professionalism with them okay and coming from you and i who we have both played sports on a competitive level you have to carry prof uh, some professionalism with you everywhere you go this one is no exception you, nigga you are 21 years old and you are hitting on girls who are underage okay the, the these girls are the same ages that the girls i mentor on on um in my community that's how old they are, okay? And I am not, at no point am I trying to be hitting on 15, 16 year olds. Look, I'm, I am not, this is so hard to talk about because I'm like, I really want, there are some things I really want to say about this, but I know, I, I'm, I'm trying to keep it professional myself. So I'm just gonna put it like this. 
I'm gonna chop it up like this. People, listen to me. If you're over the age of 18, men and women, because I, I know, I know, because I know someone's gonna be like, why is it just, why it's just men? What can be like? No, I'm talking about women too, because we got teachers uh, smashing 13-year-olds uh, in their schools. Men and women, if you are over the age of 18, please stop talking to people. Stop talking to kids who are 15, 16 years old, okay? Because it makes you look bad, and it makes what everything about you look bad just stop it just don't do it no more it is not right at all please for the love of god stop it i cannot specify the word stop even more this is this is getting ridiculous now on, on the flip side of this can we, because now this shit is turning to, into like some crap you would likely see with the nba like when kobe said the f word not and i don't mean the f word f-u-c-k i mean the f word f word that is slant that is that is horrible to say to someone who's gay can we get someone who's like dennis rodman into overwatch league and to, so he can explain why north korea is the greatest country of all time can we get like a charles barkley or like a shaquille o'neal like player in overwatch league like i'm honestly waiting for that at this moment because we've already dealt with crap with with racism pedophile pedophiles can we get some more can we get some stuff that's actually funny I want a Dennis Rodman Overwatch player. I want to see a nigga with a, with snow cone hair um, and freaking piercings all over his nose, with and looking like Jay Z if he woke up in the early in the morning on the wrong side of the bed. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, pretty much. You know, from the update of the article, he has been suspended indefinitely, or it just. I mean, just so far, just like he has been suspended. Overwatch League team Boston Uprise has suspended star player. Jonathan Dream Kesper Sanchez, 21, following allegations that he pursued a romantic and potential sexual relationship with someone he believed to be believed to be 14. Also, we forgot one more thing. We forgot to mention this dude has a girlfriend too. He well, he had a girlfriend. This dude had a girlfriend who is his, his, his age. His age. Nowadays, that doesn't matter. I'm especially, especially, especially in this in this, in this situation. Um, pretty much, you know, he's a pro player, you know, basically working a dream job that both me and you would let alone dream be a part of. And just to like, you know, for something so stupid or just throw that away or me. But I guess, you know, definitely comes with fame and money and power, you know. I wouldn't say like the power power, but just enough power, just that attention of a hell of, attention is a hell of a drug and it can pretty much does some psychological damage to a person. Skooks, what's your thoughts on this? <laughs> it's really complicated. <laughs> I'm really afraid of what I'm going to say next. Go ahead, say it. Go ahead and say it. I'm, I'm not in any defense for this guy, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, still there's the innocent to proven guilty, you know? Yeah. Now, I'm not yeah, saying exactly. that he is innocent, you know, but he still has that. And oh, yeah, try. He, gets, he, gets, he gets a right to a fair trial. Exactly. But yeah, of course, he, and and and, for, and don't forget, these are allegations. So, I mean, school says right and everything, and that goes for everybody and everything. You are innocent until proven guilty. So. Yeah, well, that's the thing. But if he is proven to be guilty, then I don't think that a suspension would be enough. You know, and also, what is with just what is with Overwatch and just these kinds of things? More than just you know the weird pedophilia allegations. It's just. It just seems like everything about Overwatch is cursed. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, that's like, a, nigga. Why do you think I don't have my? Why do you think I'm not never let my kids play Minecraft if I ever get kids? 
There's pedos well, all over Minecraft, my guy. Well, Minecraft is fun. I'm talking about like Overwatch. The fans are toxic. It's weird shit like this. You know, the whole thing is just a um, some sort of like black hole of insanity. You know, you don't want to get this kind of weirdness from Team Fortress 2. I mean, you get <laughs> you get a game that's like 10 years old and to me at least is boring and unplayable because Valve doesn't care. But that's a different rant for a different day. I, I just, I don't know. Well, I already know the next the next discussion is going to be a lot worse, so let's get to that. I I will say this, too, because I understand where you're coming from. You know, he he is innocent until proven guilty. Uh, I'm just saying those text messages are going to say otherwise, because those text messages are um, are accurate and are real, which uh, I'm for, in, this, in this day and age, text messages are going to be real, okay? Because that's how Andy's ignore from screen, that's how Andy's ignore got uh, caught. Like this dude legit, this dude legit didn't for didn't think to learn that people will save your emails in case you do something really stupid to them. So with this guy, like the fact that these girls kept their text messages, I'm just saying he is going to be looking at jail time because that's that's a no no. Again, people, well, if you're well, 18 or over, stop. Well, like I said, trying to play his car right, plus he got the money. You know, he might possibly get probation okay uh, okay likely or not look likely or not he ain't get, he this dude is not getting paid millions of dollars okay i'm not like i don't know how much a regular esports athlete quote unquote makes but i'm they, how much do they make a year uh depending on the content of the game or the tournament they play i'll say call of duty uh i'll say like the payoff the first place is pretty much like six to seven million dollars they split that among four or five players. But that's just competition. That's not, I'm not even counting endorsements. Um, biz business. Business. You know, they Twitch channel, donations. Like I said, we just strictly say these are politicians alone. It is like over a million bucks. God, dude. I, I honestly, now I kind of regret not getting into esports when, when I was still a teenager. But at the same time, I'm kind of glad because I... I don't want that much attention, so I'm okay with that. So again, we'll keep. Hopefully, we'll get more updates with this case. But I know what I know what won't get. I know what will be getting continuous updates, and that's Poro Abu from Simpsons. So GC, go ahead. Yeah, pretty much know more con more controversy doesn't stop. Just as in, you know the us the Simpsons, a show that been on over 20 years since I grew up watching. All of a sudden, now, thanks to social justice warriors, SJWs, SJWs, SJWs. I'm sorry, he's got off watching WrestleMania. Continue. Uh, pretty much, uh, there's pretty much been some controversy on the character Apu. Um, pretty much as in what involves, like you know, either racism, um, which. Why all of a sudden now, over the years, has it been on, whatever, but anyway, pretty much at the end of 2017, Hank Azaria, Hank Azaria the voice of behind a pool, I'm not going to pronounce his last name, a convenience store owner on The Simpsons with a thick Indian accent responded to a recent ground, groundswell of criticism that the character was racist. It came to the forefront thanks to Harry Kondabolu, a comedian of South Asia descent, who made a documentary, The Problem with Apu. 
I think the documentary made, who pretty much responded saying, I think the documentary made some really interesting points and gave us a lot of things to think about. And we really are thinking about more Azarius told TMZ. He said he finds the situation upsetting. But it just comes, it just comes down to like, you know, why now? I mean, just in comedy in general, why now all of a sudden? Why not, you know, back in years ago or whatever? And just as in, what's wrong with it now, basically, just as in, you know, Apu is pretty much like the only, I believe he's the only character in The Simpsons or whatever. And just as in being portrayed to betrayed as him, um, it pretty much sparked some racism into that or whatever. But it's just like, all right, my thing is, if you're going to pretty much attack pretty much one problem we gotta attack the rest or whatever just as in you know the rest of the stereotypes because it's plenty of it you know in the simpsons pretty much you started it off and everything just as in like you know um you know with the cop you know pretty much as in everything every i would say pretty much every episode but you all him you pretty much see him in a donut shop and it pretty much stereotypes you know most cops and everything you know just as in fat out of shape and just go to be getting donuts or whatever and just as in, you know, pretty much the janitor as well, you know, who pretty much, you know, is Scottish. Um, and as, you know, the preacher who pretty much, <laughs> it, it, it's just so much to go on, but it just doesn't make sense. Like why now while all of a sudden everything is pretty much a problem we pretty much just been getting away with uh, for years. So um, and I believe like, you know, Family Guy is pretty much worse or even American Dad and that aspect. But I pretty much stopped watching Family Guy after season eight where it just got kind of boring. But what are you guys' issues on this? Uh, Scooch, you go first. It's much poo about nothing. And why you say that? It's really like what uh, GC said. It's very much why now, and The Simpsons has always been about poking fun at people. You know, every character is effectively a stereotype. So why is it poo in this now? Like, uh, You're going in and out, dude. I I, I know. I understand. Uh, yeah. There you go. Go ahead. There. How about this? Is this better? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much with the poo, it's um. Why now? And really, he's just like a light poking fun of a stereotype, you know? Like more of only like once in a blue moon is it something like negative, you know what I'm saying? But with the poo, he's just one of just a normal average character. He has a didn't he have like a PhD or something once? He's. I think so, yeah. He's very much just a more or less well rounded in relationship to The Simpsons. You know, he's just an average character. You know, I don't know why now Apu is suddenly something bad. You know, like I said, it's much Apu about nothing. Records, what about you? Uh, okay, to and I, I, in defense of this, and I'm, I'm only gonna say this just for, for this sake. I understand why they are, they're acting like this. Because like, I understand too. I think we all do. I know, but like, hear me out. Because keep in mind, we weren't, we weren't as politically correct as we are now with with America now being um, with America being very very progressive with political correctness and stuff and and you got SJ dubs running around like with the chicken with the, like a chicken with its head cut off for certain things don't be wrong 
I I have I fairly admit that I've gotten a little SJ dub ish about various things and stuff. One of them being the fact that like with Marvel, like as much as I poke fun at Marvel for be wanting to be more diverse, I do appreciate what they're doing. I do appreciate the fact that they we have Kamala Khan being Miss Marvel. I appreciate the fact that uh, they are touching on uh, social issues that happen in our country today. So I do respect them for that. Um, for and with Apu, it's like. Again, looking back 20 years ago, we weren't as we weren't that politically correct. You know, we were living in a really conserved time and everything like that. However, it's called growing tough skin. Yeah. How? However, now, I think they're just. I think they're people are complaining just to complain. People want to complain about something. A perfect example of this. There was a video from I think Vox or Uprox where they t discussed why uh, people need to stop, uh, video game developers need to stop making people who are dark skinned the bad guys. And he and the guy went into detail on like like evil Ryu and violent Ken being dark skinned and red eyes, and and then talking about how Dizzy's to blame for this as well with um of the Huns being like dark skin and Scar being dark skin as well and stuff like that. And he used the whole uh, Bratz and Barbie argument about how no one's gonna buy the black Barbie doll and they'll buy like the white Barbie doll. Now I can understand if he's using that argument, that's fine. But what I don't understand is why he would use Street Fighter and other video games when one, it's Japan. Japan is developers. You want if you have an issue with if you have an issue with dark skinned people being evil, you take that up with Japan. And keep in mind, Japan makes fun of not just other countries; it makes fun of itself royally. Number one. Number two. I don't think people realize that there are places in Asia where people do have tan skin. There are people in Asia that have the skin complexity I have, and I'm and I have really tan skin. Like, and when it comes to like the Huns from uh, Mulan. I'm sorry, he's Mongolian. Mongolians back in during that era, because of the fact that they were trying to destroy the fourth of the Great Wall every single time and it gets hot, of course they're gonna have darker skin. And lions do not have the same complexion of fur. And now with all that being said, with Apu, again, people are way too damn sensitive about this. He's a satirical character, and as we said before, he's a he's a satirical character. At no point is Apu trying to be is uh, at no point is Apu making trying to make fun of people who who are of Indian descent who are of uh, Indian Asian descent and stuff like there is at no point and I'm I'm over here saying what's next I mean Family Guy uh, the the Family Guy gets away with Mort the Jew all the time uh american dad gets away with klaus being you know the a german who so happens to be probably from nazi germany and stuff like that why are we all of a sudden getting super pissed and super po'd uh and pc about this like and i honestly believe that south park at this point people need to just 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 chill just chill the hell out if it's if it's not it's not even that offensive. Now, if it was something like making fun of rape, I can understand. You should never, ever make fun of rape, okay? Uh, I still does that. Uh, yes, and, 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 for, and look how many seasons it's in already.
I'm just saying. But the point is, it's like with Simpsons, which is probably the most PG show you can show your kids. Like, I, I know, I have friends who have kids who watch The Simpsons. Because Simpsons is really not that hardcore raunchy. Why all of a sudden are we now aiming at The Simpsons for this? I don't get it. I, I, I honestly, I may not understand because of the fact that I'm not Indian. I may not understand. Maybe people get made fun of who... But you are dark-skinned. I mean, well... Yes, but I'm, a, but I'm a nigga, okay? I mean, but that's pretty much what they're, <laughs> I'm black, that's pretty much what they're aiming towards and everything, just because our food is more of a darker complexion. So it pretty much not only just affects Indians, it just affects any origin or any ethnicity that has a more melanin type of skin, skin texture. Bruh, no black man or no black woman in America is tripping over a poo, okay? That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Can we, can we, can we just stop? Look. Look, look, look. I can understand. Oh, reckless. What? Don't you know? There probably is some. There's always somebody flipping over something. Always. It's like, always, dude. I know. I know. And like I said, any if this was any other thing, like, if if, if, if they had made, like, a poo, like, like killing people or, or, like, sacrificing lambs and stuff under there, I'm like, I can understand why that we could take him off. But at no point is he ever doing anything stupid. Again, we, like GC stated, he likely or not, he, like, because I have, it's been a while since I've watched Simpsons. I, he does have a degree in some university. I don't remember. So, and he just chooses to work at a convenience store. It, 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 it's, and stuff like that, okay? Like, they're, at no point. Does he own? Does he own? Yeah, he owns that convenience store. I take that out. He does own the convenience store. So, at no point is this character. So, this character's not hurting anyone. Again, I'm. I'm In other words, stop being sensitive and grow tough skin. Move on. Pretty much, like when it comes to, when it comes to something like this, The Simpsons, which is 20 years old, is almost gonna be 30. Soon, it's. I think it's already 30. It's gonna be 30 soon. Coming from The Simpsons, which again is not raunchy your kids can watch the simpsons as well this is nothing okay again if they had made some middle eastern character who was doing suicide bombings i can understand why you would take him off that's insensitive as all get that but with this people are way too sensitive about this and i think they need to chill out about it that's just me again if you guys if you guys have an if you guys have an opinion about us we let us know in the chat like i i it's just me okay i may not understand what people who are indian go through i don't know if this actually does affect them in any way shape and form but for me personally as someone who has watched the simpsons for 20 years i honestly do not and someone who is who is a person of color i do not find this character sensitive whatsoever and i will easily say this south park's last two seasons are super accurate when it comes to uh, pl uh, pl this politically cor uh, correct climate that we're in right now. So I didn't really like, like the last two seasons of South Park. I felt like having an over story bad for the sh Yeah, I mean, I stopped seeing South Park when their movie came out. Which one? Yeah, the first one. Uh, you have. To, I honestly think you you need to watch the the newer seasons of South Park. I think you would enjoy them. Alright. Well, pretty much moving on, on to some gaming news. Yes, we finally we breaking news. Go ahead. <laughs> um Sega pretty much finally announced, which is shocking me, that Shemu Shemu 1 and 2 is gonna uh, remaster their titles and not only that bring it on to console which is ps4 windows pc and xbox one 
later on this year. And so many countless hours I put in this game on Dreamcast. But man, yeah, Sega calls the Shenmue 1 and 2 re-release the definite version of the classic adventure game with modernized features such as full scalable screen resolution, choice of modern or classic control schemes, PC graphics options, an update user interface, and the option to enjoy either the original Japanese or English voiceover. Oh, okay, nice, nice. The two titles will be released digital and physically here, and I'm just excited for it. It's just pretty much is what I've been waiting on. It's gonna be a re, a revamping and reminiscing of my childhood just playing this game. Uh, what did you guys think? I never got the chance to beat the first Shenmue, and I never got, I never owned Shenmue 2 when I had my Xbox back in the day. So uh, to cut it short, I'm excited. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to push back Shenmue 3 to 2019, because why would why would you all of a sudden release this uh, both one and two in later on this year? And we don't have a definitive release date for Shenmue 3. So, like or not, Shenmue 3 is going to get delayed. At, but in return, we're getting Shenmue Almost 1 and 2. Likely. Almost likely. Cause, Just I mean, like Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, cre- I mean, the creator, uh, Yu Suzuki, uh, pretty much has pretty much announced and saying, like, you know, it's pretty much like more as in these HD is more of a get the fans, you know, up and ready and keep them busy because. Uh, he has pretty much pretty much announced that they will be working on the sequel of Shenmue 3. But as for for the release date, it's a possibility it might come out later this year, but we don't know. We'll see. We'll see pretty much more like you know an upcoming event like you know E3 or um, PlayStation uh, the PlayStation Experience and yeah. Nigga, we gon' see. Skooks, what's your thoughts? Never played Shenmue. All right, now you ready? Are you excited for it? Uh, I I never played Shinmu. I never looked into it, so I don't know what it's about. All I know is it's like hella popular. All right, well, you and I are gonna be playing that game together. All right, so. Mmm. Oh, and moving on. This is breaking news and the greatest news of all because reckless. No. Break open that Google wallet. No. 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 I have been standing on this news for the longest. Uh, the final release date, not only a date, just the year alone of Kingdom Hearts 3, which had pretty much been revealed at the D23, uh, I mean, the uh, convention, especially just through the live stream of Twitch. Uh, Square Enix revealed a brand new Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer showing off the Toy Story world, uh, but all through, although fans of the Disney Pixar film franchise were delighted to see Woody, Rex, and the rest of the uh, characters getting Kingdom Hearts treatment. They were even more excited to get an update on Kingdom Hearts 3 release date, which suppose, which will not, not suppose, not might be, but confirmed will be released in 2018. So, reckless. So, I got some breaking news on my own. They said, because you're reading this because of the fact that Target on their website says that the game will be releasing in November of 2018. Well, guess what? GameStop hasn't even confirmed that that, tr- say, that uh, date is true because GameStop's um, website says that that game is still set to release in Christmas 
on that Christmas and December 31st of 2018. So likely or not, that game is still going to get pushed back. And the moment it gets pushed back, I'm going to say, I told you so. The game is not coming out this year. If it gets delayed, if it, if it gets delayed by one centimeter, it is not coming out this year. I guarantee it. I, you are going to be on me 20, or not, you're, you are going to be on me 10 bucks, mister. No, the bet was, oh, wait, oh, wait. Well, you're saying the bet was, if it comes out this year, exactly. you lose 10 bucks. It ain't so coming out this year, fam. All, hey, if it, hey, 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 if it gets pushed to January 1st, then you owe me 10 bucks. If it gets pushed to December 31st. No, like that's a, no, no. The reason why it says December 31st is you, we still don't know when that game is coming out. If it, it, it is. You're, the reason why. December the, 31st. No, no. People, um,. Companies do that because they they say t December thirty first of, of whatever year because they still don't know when the game is set to release. That's the reason why there are plenty of games that that have had that December thirty first twenty whatever re uh, release date only to be said oh it's coming out next year or it's coming out later this year. GameStop still says it's not it's not due out to come out until until further notice. So like I said, gotta get that Christmas rush, bro. Like I, like I said, like I said, GC, Black Friday. This, the war ain't over. It ain't over till the fat lady sings, my nigga. I am not Please. on you, Tim. Stay months. tuned, nigga. We also. Stay tuned, people. We will see at E3. Moving away, just yeah. The more so look at E3, at E3. Look, if they still, if they confirm that this game comes out in November, I will give you your ten bucks live at E3. You will, you'll get your 10 bucks then. Until then, uh-uh. <laughs> Go ahead. Moving on to pretty much more gaming news, just as in so much pretty much the hype of Fortnite lately, and also just as in the whole cross-platform, you know, gameplay. Overwatch is also, the creators of Overwatch is also considering cross-platform progression sharing. Uh, players could potentially be able to share progress between consoles sometime in the future. Speaking of PC game, uh, game director said Blizzard is having an ongoing of our cross-platform cross progression sharing with their tech group. It's something we would very like to explore, Kappa said. It's very challenging for many reasons, and I won't get all into detail as to why, but I think it's a very valid desire that our players have, and it's, sim and it's something that the Overwatch team would love to figure out. So, um, what, do you, what do you think of the possibility that Blizzard is going to push Overwatch to be cross-platform, the same as Fortnite is? I'll go first with Wait, this where, one. Yeah, where, like, you know, you can play if you're playing on PC or Overwatch or playing online, you can play with somebody who's on PS4 or, or Xbox. I'll go first one. So this is what I'm thinking. Um, like Fortnite, we are gonna know we're gonna figure out who is better, the PC Master Race or the gaming um fanboys. Um the Civil War has begun and I'm excited for it. Uh I on the real though, I if they do man if they do pull the trigger on this, I'm gonna be super happy because of the fact that I, I have friends who have Overwatch on PlayStation 4 and their X-Bones and stuff like that. So I would love to uh, finally, finally, finally get the chance to play with them on my PC and stuff. I, I think it would be difficult to do, sure. Because you got to juggle PC, you got to juggle both the computer and PlayStation, Xbox, but 
if they ever do get it off the ground and it works, I think it'd be interesting. It's more of a... It's also a means that Overwatch you could play with other people and more of a means for other systems to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, could you imagine doing fighting games or shooters other than Overwatch with PC players and console players too, you know? You could eventually have fighting game tournaments with Dragon Ball Fighter Z and shit with people playing either on PC or playing on PlayStation against each other. That'd be really cool. Open to the idea, and my thing is, why this couldn't happen sooner, like when I was going on, or just based on more of a technology, or I mean, technology thing where the technology wasn't available back then because no one cared around that time. No, no, and also, no one really was playing P- PC game, was not as has not gotten as big as it has now back in those days, so yeah, especially the internet, too. As well. well, but pretty much speaking of Fortnite. Fortnite's update, new 50v50 mode, has been delayed, which is sad. Uh, Fortnite developer Epic has postponed the start of Battle Royale, new limited time mode, 50v50v2, to next week. In the post on Reddit, the developer announced she may have seen information or even a video about the 50v50v2 limited time mode going live today due to the account service issues we've been experiencing. In order preserve your day i mean your play um experience this weekend we will be delaying it to next weekend this delay comes after fortnite experience a significant bout of downtime the last nearly a day wow the original story follows um a new a new time mode is starting soon in fortnite battle royale following the release of the game 3.5 update on ps4 xbox one pc and mobile epic is planning to kick kick off the 50 v2 event a modified version of the game's very first time limited mode so reckless what are your what are your thoughts on this pass i really don't care um i i honestly 50 v50 sounds like battlefield to me which sounds fun but Honestly, just get it fixed. That's all I have to say. I, I, have, there, there, I have no qualms with this. Um, I, I was on Fortnite this week, so I don't know what was going on until I read this. I'm like, okay, that's fine. So, I have no qualms about this. Alright, Scoops, what about you? I don't play Fortnite. I don't see the appeal of it. I mean, I, I understand why fans of it would kind of be worried about it, but it's better for it to be late than terrible. True, true. Especially for competitors, too, as well. Uh, and Reckless, this seems more in your alley. Basically talking about the whole Chrono Trigger patch. Oh my god, are you serious? Yes. Alright, so look. Square Squeenix made the patches to <laughs> Chrono Trigger on PC. It looks better now, plays better. I don't care. I, just, I, I legit posted that just to say that, it, again, a 20 plus year old game had to get patched in the f- first month. I don't, I, what the hell, what kind of world are we living in where a 20 plus year old game like Chrono Trigger, easily, arguably, one of the, gr- the greatest RPG ever made on God's green earth, how is it that this game needed a patch? How? I, I just, I don't get it. I, I don't want to beat up, I don't want to continue to beat a, a dead horse with stick. Cause this has become a dead horse with a stick, so I'm done. I only want, I'm, I'm, I only want, I'm, I'll just get the emulator for, I'll get the the Super Nintendo emulator to play Crown Trigger if I want to. <laughs> oh man, Scoops, what about you? 
I I can honestly believe it's happening, you know. And the, just it's just the fact that this did happen in the first place. It's just sloppy and ridiculous. But this is not the first time PC ports have just been god awful ports of um, other thing, other consoles and like mobile games and everything. And this won't be the last. It's because it's just that it's cheap and easy. Now, pretty much moving on. Soul Calibur 6 has recently... Good news. Good news. Uh, Has recently announced a new character. Um, Also, the gameplay trailer. Uh, Siegfried and his giant sword are coming back for the upcoming sixth entry in the fighting game franchise. The time around, however, he seems to be sporting slightly longer hair and a scarf to boot. Um... In my opinion, he seems more just as his style. He's pretty much like a copycat of Nightmare, but just slightly faster. So, I mean, what do you guys think? Have y'all have y'all seen the trailer? I saw it. Wait, what do you mean copycat of Nightmare? Nightmare's style was always based off of Siegfried ever since Soul Calibur. Really? Cheesy, yeah. Cheesy, you do know Nightmare and Siegfried were once w- one, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me let me explain it. Okay, so. All the way back in Soul Edge, the first game, Cervantes de Leon had um, Soul Edge, but then he ended up losing it, and in the secret ending, it's Siegfried, with a question mark and exclamation point at the end, and it's Nightmare appearing with Soul Edge. Well, the Shattered remains of Soul Edge. And then Soul Calibur comes along, and we realize that really is, we learned that Siegfried is gone, and that really is Nightmare. He's taken over Siegfried's body, and they have a similar fighting style. So by Soul Calibur 2 comes along, there's a special skin that reveals that Nightmare truly is Siegfried. Oh, wow. You know? So, and because Nightmare had such a strong bond with Siegfried, he has a very similar style of using giant Y-handers against each other. But it's only because of that, you know? And effectively gave um, Nightmare a similar fighting style to Siegfried. So... Anytime Nightmare rolls around, he's gonna fight like Siegfried because by this point it's just tradition and it's really fun and I I love playing as Nightmare and Siegfried. You know, really fun games. Y'all should check it out. Please play more Soul Calibur. Oh wow! Uh, all right, uh, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, yeah really just it. just you guys make sure to skip Skull Calibur Five. Well, skip the story of Five. <laughs> Gameplay wise, it's actually really balanced. Like a lot of competitive players like it. It's just that the story is god awful. We can all agree Soul Calibur 5 was trash. Pretty much. Uh, Reckless, what about you? Fire. Sid Freeze back. Um, I'm just waiting to see what other guest characters they got. Because, like, at this point, I, 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 said, I said this in our, my video. I already, likely not you're going to see old characters come back. So, likely not, we're going to see um, we're gonna see Cervantes. We're going to see Young Soon. Probably going to see Brock and Lizard Man. I was went for the guest characters. Like, where, when am I, gonna get, when am I gonna get Horror Mar from Samurai Showdown, my, my guy? I'm still waiting on Baxi. Have you been confirmed yet? Um, no, but like, if Keelan and Sean are in the game, he's gonna be in the game too. So. Okay. But yeah, but pretty much, you know, before we move on, just once again, what guest characters do you guys want to see from any platform? Uh. Huh. I would like to see. Um, Dang, that's a good, that's a good one. Um, can I I still want to see Haramaru, Honestly, I think Samurai Showdown would be the perfect 
set of guests. We have the perfect set of guest characters since they kind of fit where Soul Calibur's timeline takes place in. So I'll say Soul. I'll say the Soul Calibur character. Uh, not Soul Calibur. I'll say um, Samurai Showdown. I would, in my opinion, I would say Samanosuke from Onimusha. I would like to see him because the timelines also kind of fit in that era too as well. But I think he kind of might be similar, might be similar to um, Mr. Rugi, I believe, or yeah. I forgot his name. Yeah, that's Mitsurugi. Yeah, he might be similar, but it's just more as an tactical uh, form where Samanosuke might have the upper advantage. But I would love to basically see Samanosuke, you know, in there, especially with his, with his three basically chose of sword, swords when it comes to the uh, orbs that's on his arm, rather it has to do with lightning, fire, or wind. So that would pretty, pretty, pretty much be interesting. I mean, it's really um, recommended, really well considered, you know, pretty much they put them in there. Well, technically, lightning and fire are already in the game in the sense that um, you have quick attacks that do have like a lightning theme to them, and they're really good for quick damaging your blocks and then have that unblockable attack which is effectively fire but you know nobody uses a blockable attacks because it's so obvious yeah like these aren't really for me these aren't like characters that aren't in there part of me says oh i'd love to see link again but i know there's like no chance in hell and part of me says yeah well i don't like kratos I swear, if, if Kratos ends up Soul Calibur, I'm thinking I'm done. I think Besides, I'm done. like, no, Kratos wasn't Soul Calibur. But yeah, like, but we, yeah, but he, he, was in that bu- he was in that busted. He was in that busted PSP version game. No one played that game. No one cares about the PSP. Yeah, well, the funny thing is, um, I, it's implied that in Soul Calibur Five that um, Lizard Aragon, the Lizard Man, actually ate um, Kratos because. With Aragon, when he's instead of using an axe and a shield, he's now using two axes. And one of his attacks is he grows wings and fights. And who also grew wings to fight and use two weapons? Hmm. 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 Really makes you think, doesn't it? Can we, can we move on? Can we move on to the last piece of news? <laughs> yes, let's keep going. Uh, on the last and also great, um, great, great piece of news. The PS4 has, it's been rumors, we spring, I mean, we spring around basically of leaked footage, uh, le- I mean, not footage, leaked images of the PS5 uh, being leaked as in specs wise. But pretty much uh, I came across some updated news that Sony themselves has officially confirmed that the PS5 is coming, but not anytime soon. Uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment America boss, Sean uh, Layden, has officially confirmed that PS4 Pro won't be the last we see of the PlayStation brand. The PlayStation 5 is real. It's going to happen. It will be the best console the gaming world um, has ever seen and so much more. New rumors are pointing to the possible release date for the PlayStation 5 in 2018, but more likely closer to 2020. Um, What do you guys opinions on just as in the release date alone pass uh, i'm i'm looking forward to it i think it'll be pretty good i'm a little worried about early state general but i think a ps5 would be pretty cool 
Reckless, what about you? Pass. <laughs> I, I, really, I honestly don't have any opinions about this. Like, yeah, it's cool. You know, you put the, you're now selling like the specs so people can work on it. Yay. Um, yeah. I, I honestly, I don't really care all that much. It's like I'm only, I'm just happy that the, the system is not coming out this year because I was super worried that like next thing you know. Play uh, Sony's press conference. They're gonna announce the PlayStation Five. Like it's way too early for that. So I'm happy about. Thank it. you, Captain Exponer. <laughs> not it's not that. It's the fact that I'm sorry, Nate. <laughs> I know. Your 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 damn con your PS4 is not even like your your PS4 is only like four years old, nigga. At least let it live. Okay? I know. I know. I'm kidding. Oh, but yeah. like four years is like a million years in marketing. Don't you know? That? That untamed market of people who are willing to buy a PS5 and all our, you know, VR crap that's gonna go down the gutter in a year. Oh my god. Um, yeah, I totally agree with this as here. I mean, my opinion, I just want them to actually delay it, like push it back to at least, yeah, closer to like, you know, like late 2019, early or mid 2020, just as in, the, you know, the focus more time, you know. Yeah. Not only specs, but also performance-wise. Just, um, you know, pretty much we know just as in the the the, the, the terabyte, you know, pretty much. It's not, I mean, swelling compatible with other port. T said. You're breaking up, dude. A great deal of gra graphics and revenue. So, and all pretty much the good thing too as well is backwards compatibility for PS4 games. In my opinion, now the pa the backwards uh, I mean the backwards compatibility push way back to PS one through four. I mean that's my opinion. Whatever you'll make you'll make more money that way and drawing more uh, consumers that way too as well, both old and new. Because you still got your old heads, including myself, been a fan since day one that would like to play you know old PS four games, especially Japanese imported, if possible or whatever. Or even, I mean, PS1 games, especially PS2 as well. There's certain games I do want to revisit, you know, play the game. And I'm talking about hard copy, not digital. It is what it is. But like, like I said, I'm happy that it's not coming out soon. So. And now we're pretty much gonna move forward, move towards our quick news, and I'm gonna put it in the hands of Reckless. So go ahead and take it away, bro. Alrighty then. So this is a quick news. Quick news section is where we just pretty much go into a rush of the stuff that's been happening without really going into full on detail about it. You can always read it online. So one of them, it so happens to be Mega, the Mega Man X Legacy um, One and two, a Collection One and Two is hitting the PS4 on July 24th. So if you've been looking to watch, play some more Mega Man X, um, be sure to grab it on the 24th digitally on PS4. I'm actually going to try to cop that because I, I got a little date with uh, Mega Man X One. I have not beat that game yet. And I want to beat it. Uh, Peace. Uh, in other news, uh, HP is launching uh, second line cheap uh, gaming machines because of the fact that gaming has become uh, PC gaming has become so popular. They're now um, working on br bringing in cheap and affordable PC games, whether they're laptops or desktops, for people who want to continue to play uh, do PC gaming. So be on the lookout for those uh, units. It should be coming out later this year. Um, Lawbreaker Studios heads are working on a brand new uh, free-to-play game to compete with the likes of Fortnite and PUBG. I don't know how I feel about this. Uh, and this 
from what this article on Polygon says, I'm trying to boot it up real quick. Lawbreaker Studios new game new game is an 80 infused battle royale sh gaming show. Uh, the game is called um, Radical Heights, and uh, it's set to it's set to release soon. Set to release uh, early access of the game is just came out, so if you want to check it out, by all means do it. I honestly don't care about this game. Um, and last but not least, um, well, actually, no, we'll leave that part for X4. So now we're going to move on to some movie and TV news. GC, take it back to you. Thank you, sir. And in movie and TV news, uh, it seems like the Born Identity the movie series is actually having a TV show. Um, it's pretty surprising to me. Pretty much don't have really, like, no, no info, you know, pretty much as in into the uh, series by pretty much I'm a fan of, of the movie series just as in the born identity the born the born legacy the born <clears throat> um crap but um yeah <laughs> what do you guys think um look they did the same thing with that sh that show uh shooter which was based off that Mark Wahlberg uh movie that Mark Wahlberg was in so you yeah. know what I have no problem with it and from what it sounds like um Deadline actually reported this uh, earlier this week, and it's gonna be an hour. It, they and the USA Network just ordered an hour-long pilot titled Transstone, and uh, the the series hails from Heroes creator Time Kring, who will also pen the pilot and executive producer um, Raman uh, Barani, who did 99 Homes, is directing and will executive and will executive produce as well as along with Kring, Ben Smith, Jerry Weiner, Justin Levi, and. Bradley Thomas, uh, and let's, I don't think, yeah, it doesn't really have a time that's coming out, and it doesn't really have anyone who's going to be playing young Jason Bourne. Other than that, uh, again, Shooter's doing really good, Ryan Felipe's doing good, so I, I can see it happening. I mean, people don't really know that the Bourne, ident the Bourne series was, was based off a set of books, so maybe they're probably going to take elements from the other books that have not been addressed in the movie. Scoops, what's your thoughts on this? Were you big on Born Identity? I did like reading the books, but the books are like way different. What do you think about the show? Would you watch the show? Yeah, I, w I would give the show a chance at least. I would watch maybe an episode or two, but I don't see them going out of the books because the books are radically different from the movies. Alright then. And so far, you know, pretty much my favorite uh, Born movie is The Born Ultimatum. The funny thing is, I have yet to watch the Born. I own the Born Ultimatum on DVD. I've watched the Born Danny and Born Supremacy, but I've not seen Ultimatum yet. Yeah, and the Born Legacy, basically, with, uh, was it Jeremy? Jeremy, um, is that his last name? Um, it was it was okay. Jer uh, Jeremy Renner. There we go. I mean, it was, he seemed okay to me. But it was, it was nothing to compare with Matt Damon. Uh, pretty much did his thing. Moving on. Oh, but pretty much, you know, just moving on. Uh, pretty much, also uh, one of the uh, series I'm pretty much excited for is Young Justice season three. Yes, Queen. Yes, yes. Now, why? Why are you so excited? Oh, I'm looking forward to that so much. Yeah, I was pretty much shocked. Uh, just uh, the events pretty much been happening in season two. I'm not gonna spoil it, but. We possibly gonna see a little bit more and to basically, I don't know if it's either gonna be more as in Superboy's character, like, will he learn how to fly? 
or just as in more of the students, you know, such as. Uh, I can tell you right now. I can tell you. Virgil. I can tell you right. No, 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 no. His name is Stag Shock, my nigga, and I can answer that question. Superboy never gets. He never flies in the comic book, so you're not. We're not gonna see Superboy fly anytime soon. Oh, that sucks. But you, but you haven't, but you haven't gotten to the, the good part about this whole thing. This is an update. What's going on with Young Justice season three? Go for it. How about you? Oh my god, I gotta do it. All right, Kari Payton, the nigga who voices the Aqual Aqualad in Young Justice and does the voice of Cyborg and was recently King Ezekiel in The Walking Dead, states that they just finished doing all the recordings. All, all the voice acting is now done. So we are in stage one. Of the show coming back. The show is supposed to be coming. Young Justice Season 3. The new season is supposed to start this year. We don't know if it's true or not. I'm excited if it does. Either way. Young Justice Season 3 is coming back. And I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see Static Shock again. Scoops, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I'm really excited to see it come back too. Honestly, it's one of the it was one of the best shows on CN Action. And then it got cancelled. And then it's also a cliffhanger too. Just one more season is all we need, and it's gonna be so good. Okay, that's awesome, awesome, awesome. And moving on to you know the next two pieces of uh, movie TV news, pretty much I'll say you know the rest of the more and handful, pretty much about it. Team Titans Go encrypted tweet. All right, so on Twitter earlier this week, the Team Titans Go page, Titans Go movie page had. A thing saying, if you don't love me at my worst, then you don't deserve me at my best. And when they say the worst, they pretty much relate to Teen Titans Go. And when they say you don't deserve me at my best, they just they um, address the original Teen Titans show. I think this core, I think this correlates with the leaked footage of some of the characters that are going to be in the new live-action Titans show that's going to be on DC streaming service. Which, if you haven't looked at them yet, it looks awful. Like be. Starfire, no, Raven looks like a hipster emo broad, and Beast Boy looks like generic uh, Latino kid who decided to uh, pay, uh, Latino, get his he's more Asian. Who, his racially ambiguous head ass nigga, I'm just saying. The point of the matter is, I would say this, that is the one of the most ballsiest tweets I have seen in a while. The fact that Teen Titans Go realizes how trash they are, I don't know if they they were pretty much making fun of themselves or not, but... I, yeah, that show is trash. I, I honestly, I really can't defend it. The show is trash. That's all I got to say. I don't really care all this much about it. I just had to put it up there because I, I again, I found it to be very ballsy that it made fun of itself. And also, pretty much, you know, just moving moving forward towards you know the new Star Wars. No, no, that's that's a, that was an April Fools. That's not even a show. Ah. I found that out um, th earlier today, so let's cross that out. Let's get to the last piece, the good one. All right, the last piece uh, probably is before your time, especially before your time. It's pretty much you know my era. Nigga, I was a year. I was a year. Uh, nigga, this, this came out a year before I was born. Shut up. Anyways, <laughs> the Sandlot, <laughs> the, Sandlot uh, the movie The Sandlot, the cast has reunited after 25 years since they basically aired pretty much the movie. And I grew up on the Sandlot, just, Sandlot just watching it as a kid. And they used to show it a lot on the Disney Channel too as well. Um, they pretty much just uh, together, just actually on the field. I believe it's the same field that actually filmed The Sandlot. Um, pretty much, you know, all the actors who play, you know, just as kid characters of basically every 
either every it was either every uh, every weekend or Saturday, but mostly just in the summertime. Uh, when school is out, it just wear it as in they practice baseball on the sunlight, you know, each and every time, and just explore to many, many different adventures pretty much after that. Just as in when pretty much you see different characters uh, who play each and every character pretty much is reunited, just pretty much for all laughs, basically just having fun, basically just giving them a quick interview. So what do you guys think pretty much of their 25 year reunion, just as in, how pretty much if they was kids right there and just hasn't grown adults pretty much in their 30, late, mid, late, and early 40s. I'll put it like this. I'll go first. I'm, I'll be 24 this year, and I would easily say I enjoyed the hell out of the Sandlot. I loved the Sandlot growing up. Like, honestly, the, the Sandlot was my movie I would watch whenever I was sick because it, it would always make me feel a lot better afterwards. So I would say looking at that interview alone, it, it really, it touched my heart. It really did. And I, I'm a sucker for anything that touches my heart when it comes to that. Like, and to see the majority of the cast members back, except Benny, because for for people who don't really know, uh, the guy who plays Benny, Ben, ben the Jet Rodriguez, uh, he is a firefighter. So likely not, you're not going to see him for a while because, you know, he's saving lives. But the rest of the cast, we got to see, including my, my, my homie, my nigga, yeah, yeah. This dude is Ball. This dude is ripped. This nigga look like he he swallowed the whole the whole jar of creatine. Cause this dude got abs. This dude and and, and this dude got arms for days. You can grind see, meat with those arms. I don't see him remind me of a casting with a jersey short. Well, yeah. I mean, he is orange. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, it was great to see that. And I honestly. I am thinking about buying the Blu-ray version of the Sandlot on DVD when it comes out. So I can't wait. I I might go rewatch that after this podcast is over. I will say this: I did not know this, which is a fun fact. The chick who plays uh Smalls's um mama, that's Marion from uh, Indiana Jones. And I'm like, no wonder I had such a thing for his mama. That's that's Marion, man. And, and Marion's on my exceptions list, man. I'd smash Marion. Oh no. I, I would go down to her Emperor's Tomb, fam. Man. Going to her Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Scooks, what's your thoughts on this? Did you grow up watching Sandlot? Yeah, I watched Sandlot when I was a kid, but I never had that kind of a deep connection to it. I think for me, because of the fact because of the fact that I was really into like sports and stuff, I would legit watch the Sandlot. Because again, the Sandlot is one of the is a perfect movie to show for your kids. I, the TV version of it, because there's a lot of cursing that sh- the, there's a lot of cursing in the movie, and there's a lot. Of, there's like one big sexually explicit scene, which spoilers. It's when um Squint makes out with Wendy Peppercorn, and Maya Wendy Peppercorn is like twice his age. I think because I think um Squint is like ten, maybe eleven years old. Wendy is like sixteen, seventeen years old, and he like and legit jammed her tongue down her throat after faking that he drowned. <laughs> and I will say this, that is one lucky, that's one lucky nigga, because then when you, in the epilogue, you find out that they had kids and they got married. I'm like, fam, you, you, you go, Squints, you go. You, you, you wait until you was older. Good. Good. Good job, my guy. Good job. But, and, uh, the one, and the most important factor they pretty much point out, too, just as in you don't see a lot or even close to none in this generation. Going outside and play. Yeah, I think that's one of the most important factors of the entire movie. Like, especially like, keep in mind, 
around the 90s, like, people were not, this was not, people were still going out and playing baseball and stuff like that. People were going out and playing with other people, and I, and again, it's, it, it, it brings you back, and when I watch the channel, it does bring you back to a time where I did, I was not on my phone, I, kids were not on their phones all day, every day. They were outside playing, having fun, doing things, and stuff like that, so, I do, I, I do miss those times, because, and I do go outside. I I tend to go outside considering the fact that you know I work out and stuff like that. I do tend to go outside at least maybe four or five times a week to work out and stuff. But I know there are kids who don't. So you know, for anyone who's my age or who has a kid, make sure, and and who is old enough to go outside, make sure they go outside. Get them, have fun with them, play around, throw a ball around with them. Don't let them be on their phones too much. Yeah, and it seems like just that movie alone and everything just pretty much just took out to me um and it has always been my favorite but as for the sequels it pretty much just fell off what's what wait wait there's sequels yeah there's what? sequels All right, all right. they don't exist they what what what's sequels oh never mind yeah uh, i will yeah. say this fun fact is that the movie opened uh, uh the movie cost seven million dollars to make and set and is grossed over three uh is grossed over 33 million dollars worldwide as of today so it has made a buttload of money years later so yeah like i said sandlot was that movie bro it was that movie and it's become a cult classic again show it to your kids that's all i have to say all right, and moving towards our last piece of news, the comic book news, it pretty much is more in favor of Reckless Area, so I'm going to hand it out to Reckless. All right, so, all right, so we're going to pull on some sad music for this one. So for those of y'all who don't know, I had recently read issue 25 of Power Rangers, uh, Boom Studios Power Rangers, aka Power Rangers Shattered Grid, which is the big one, the their Boom Studios' first big crossover event, or first big comic book event, like, on the same level of, like, a Marvel Civil War and DC's Crisis on Infinite Earths and the New 52 and stuff like that. Well, Boom Studios had did this. And in case you guys are wondering, in case you guys have not read issue 25, this is going to be a massive spoiler because they just showed what's going to happen in issue 26. So you guys got five seconds to get the hell up out of here or stop listening and skip to the, skip at least a good two minutes. Three, two, one. So in issue 25, Tommy gets killed. He is killed by Lord Dracon, and so, weird to believe that, oh, never, you know, Time Force Pink, Jen, she is, she's in the, she's in the past now, maybe she can help out, and like, maybe bring him back, or maybe Zora can help bring him back, no, Tommy is officially dead, and now in issue 26, they, uh, the team is dealing with his death in their own ways, um, they, they break the news to his mama, who, keep in mind, Tommy's mom is a single parent in this universe. Jason is now the permanent owner of the Green Ranger shield that goes to his armor. Uh, that, 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 that's the Green Ranger's armor. People in the schools are, mo are uh, grieving, uh, and they grieve at his funeral. And every character, Trini, Zack, Billy, Kimberly, and Jason, are dealing with his death in their own way. It's in their own perspectives. And... I'm not gonna lie. When I read, when I saw the panels for issue 26, I I did have a tear come down my cheek because Tommy is and always has been my favorite Power Ranger. I grew up uh, watching Power Rangers 
and knowing Tommy was always going to save the day. Tommy was always going to protect those becoming the leader. Like, like him, him and Jason are my favorite Power Rangers to to lead a team. Of, of during during the Zordon era of Power Rangers, those are the two guys you would all you could always look up to. Like you you can look up to those guys because you knew they were going to win because the good guys always won. This one legit almost made me cry because watching my favorite character die in his girlfriend's arm, his soon to be girlfriend's arms, is one of the most heart wrenching moments in comic books. Like it. And again, I've always said this, that Boom Studios, IDW, and Image have been doing so well when it comes to, like, comic books now. Like, don't be wrong, Marvel and DC are doing good, but not as good as these guys. Uh, and it was sad to read knowing Kimberly is holding Tommy's dead body in her arms as the life is drained out of him. So, I the, the issue comes out um, later this year. In fact, let me check real quick when that issue does come out. It's supposed to come out, I think, later in the summer. Likely not, it's going to come out. It'll come out before Morphicon. I know that for sure. Uh, it says um, issue... Actually, no. Issue 26 will uh, be available uh, April 18th. So, next, so this coming week, issue 26 is coming out in your local comic book store. So, if you haven't yet grab issue 20 well get get ready to grab issue 26 if you have not read issue 25 get ready get ready for the just have some tissue next to you so there you go and with that out the way um batman they're the newest issue of uh dc they're kicking off the, a new batman deathstroke um mini series where they're going to be dealing with both batman and deathstroke and stuff like that. If I'm reading this on AV Club, there's no shortage of Tactron men who weaponize their trauma in comics, just like they. There's no a shortage of mercenaries. These characters are often reduced to their tropes, turning characters that have potential for emotion, heft, and vulnerability into walls and clenched jaws. Since DC's rebirth kicked off in 2016, Christopher Priest has done a remarkable job keeping Deathstroke walking the razor edge between trope and real character. Deathstroke isn't necessarily a likable character, but he's one that readers can find something to sympathize with now and then. And pretty much, they're they're start they're about to kick off a miniseries between Batman and Deathstroke and stuff like that. So uh, there's not there's not a lot to, to say about it. Uh, there will be more uh, updates about this later on in the future. But yeah, and the, our last piece of comic book news, which it really isn't comic book news, it's more like general news as a whole, but I put it under comic book news. It has something to do with both Kevin Smith and Stanley. Now, for those of y'all who are who've been living who those y'all who don't know what's been going on, Stanley has been getting into a lot of trouble as of late. Uh one and one of the reasons being is there's been allegations of him being really, really touchy feeling with people uh, under uh, uh who are our age and stuff like that without their consent well um sadly and i'm reading this on uprocks a hollywood reporter dropped the news on tuesday shocking many with details about the current living situation with uh, with stanley reports provide details of the document lee reportedly had written with his lawyer allegedly alleging elderly abuse and a battle over the pop culture icons of state in the wake of his wife's death at the age of 95. One source referred to the whole situation as an utter F show. And um, as I'm reading this, Kevin Smith has, on, had, had tweeted this saying, 
This is heartbreaking. We love the real Stanley, and you are always welcome to live with me. Or please let us fans buy you a new place to live. We miss you. Seth Green also went off to say, "This is crazy. We're here to help." Uh, Felicia Day said, "I'm crying. Please, someone step in to help at real Stanley. He deserves so much better than this." So pretty much, Stanley's living in really a really bad. A uh, living situation and this is really sad to uh, read because Stanley is such a major um, uh, pop culture icon and because I mean, this dude is the reason why Marvel stu Marvel comic books even exist and uh, read coming yeah, he is Marvel comic yeah without yeah, without Stanley there would be no Marvel we would not have all the amazing things with Marvel and stuff the cinematic universe the television shows and, and all the merchandise without Stan Lee and it does suck it really does suck to uh, see this stuff happen to it's happened to a man like him and it's sad it, for me it's personally sad for me to read about it because coming from someone who took care of his grandmother after she had a stroke this does hurt this hurts me on a personal level because I don't think anyone ever under. I don't think there there are people who do not understand what el people who are elderly have to go through, especially in convalescence homes and stuff like that, which are run by corporate douchebags from time, time to time. And I really, I pray to God that Stanley does get the help he needs because he this man does deserve better. And I'm glad to see that people in the pop in pop culture like Stanley, that well, not Kevin Smith. Seth Green, Felicia Day, and other people step want to step in and help him, so he can so he can live out he can live out the remaining years of his life. So basically, they're gonna be his caretaker. Hopefully, I mean, if not, at least get him a, get him a better living have have him have better living um a better living situation. Yeah, cause like cause at first I'm thinking like you know you know here's a guy who's created a Marvel and. Even when it comes to his net worth, like I think it's like you know fifty million dollars. Okay, Marvel worth way more than that. But it just had it just didn't make sense how you know just had the living situation like just not to pretty much you know work out or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, Scoops, what's your thoughts on this? I heard his daughter was behind all this, but I'm not sure. It was a multitude of things. Again, we don't know what's really going on. There really is not a lot that we know about. Um, I, I know for a fact that Stanley has already said that anyone who continuously accuses him of touching or hurting anyone in any way, shape, or form, he will sue them. So, you know, good on Stanley on that. Because again, as we said, innocent until proven guilty. But um, yeah, like again, if 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 they are fake, if these allegations of him like sexually harassing people are fake, then. We need to step up and help this man if with this elderly abuse stuff and whatnot. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying let's throw away like sexual harassment in any way, shape, or form. But like if these allegations are false, then we need to throw that to the side. We need to throw these allegations aside, and they, if they're false, they're false. Leave them be, and let's help this man with a new home and stuff like that. Because again, one of the biggest pop culture icons in the world, and he's put in a situation like this that should never happen. He gave y'all Black Panther, now he's giving you Infinity Wars. Come on, let's, let's come on, come on. So, with all that being said, yeah, I think, I think that's it, man. Like, I got, I got nothing else. Uh, do we have any closing discussion? Oh, real quick, before I forgot, I, this is one more for the road in case we're gonna uh, stop right now. Devilman Crybaby, uh, Skooks, you're gonna explain that. What's going on with Devilman Crybaby? 
Skooks. Right, right, sorry, oh sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> I forgot how to push, push the text. Anyway, what uh, they're actually doing now is releasing the 10 episode uh, Blu-ray box set. And um, I don't know exactly when they're releasing it, but it's going to be huge. You know, it's got like a bunch of features and shit. I'm really looking forward to that because Double My Crybaby was such a good anime. It's one of the best animes that came out this year. And yeah, and, and if you guys have not yet, be sure to listen to Skooks and I's review of Devilman Crybaby on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash gaming. It's awesome. We we legit break down every episode in in less than an hour. So well that being said, I think we're done. Unless anyone has any closing remarks. Do y'all have any clo- uh, closing discussion? Um, no, I'm good. good. I'm good. Alright then, close this up, GC. Alright, this is pretty much it. Uh, thank you guys for basically tuning in and checking us out each and every time. Uh, we truly love and appreciate you guys. This is it for our 26th episode of the Score Clip Podcast. If you basically want to uh, get to know us even more at some R&R time, or want to get, us, get to know us on a personal level, you can follow us each individually on our own social media. After me, you know, you can follow me on my, uh, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash MrGodshaw15. Also, you can follow my follow my uh, Twitch channel, it's twitch.tv slash Gotcha 15 And you can follow my social media, uh, Twitch, and, I mean Twitch, uh, Twitter and Instagram at gotcha underscore 15. Records, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, the Reckless underscore Fox. You can find me on YouTube at Reckless underscore Fox. And you can find me on Twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox, which is my personal home base. Uh, Scoops, where can they find you? You can find me at Lexington34 on, t- on Twitter, capital L for the zero, and same spelling on Tumblr. Just drop the 34. And also, if you want to find us as a whole, as a fam, as a fan base, and as a nation, um, pretty much you can find us on our Facebook uh, page and then you can look up Scrub Club Gaming on Facebook and also pretty much our Twitter at, um, at Scrub Club Gaming and as well as our um, SoundCloud pretty much we post uh, our audio, audio for, our, uh, feed, for our present and past uh, podcast and also in the future podcast as well and um, I mean, uh, SoundCloud.com you know, slash Scrub Club Gaming and also you can follow pretty much you want to basically get to hit us up on a business aspect you can also hit us up on our email which is scrub club gaming bookings that is scrub club gaming bookings at gmail.com and pretty much that's about it uh let's let, love you guys pretty much and as always peace up bless up keep working for 20 dollars less and we'll see you on the next time peace out doses